Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the S3 Magazine podcast. Thanks for checking us out. I'm Mike. As always, I'm in a hotel room tonight, so sorry about the weird stuff going on here. I'm sitting in a big old red chair. Uh, that's Jonathan Woolley. Everybody knows and loves him. Um, it was a pretty cool week of racing uh, going on in the news. We had, of course, the Goodwood stuff going on, and then, of course, the big Pikes Peak Hill Climb. So lots of cool stuff out there with race cars. Specifically, we're going to be talking about what happened with the EVs in both races. Um, so, Willie, take it away. Um, okay. <clears throat> I love this because this sounds like something that would be written, like, into a satire or a comedy like Spaceballs because it is so freaking stupid. But it is reality. Um, so at Pikes Peak, there were actually a couple of drivers, one in particular, Randy Post, who is an awesome guy who we have ridden with um, at Road Atlanta with APR, the Volkswagen, Audi, Porsche tuners. Um, if you don't know the name, look him up. He is a very uh, celebrated winning driver. <clears throat> but weather is often an issue at Pikes Peak, and it changes. And so fog was an issue. So you ever been in a car when all of a sudden your windshield fogs up, right? Well, normally no big deal. You grab a knob and you turn it because knobs are the best system for adjusting radio volume or an air to have ever been created. But we don't do that anymore because technology and because screens. So it, Teslas, you know, have big, giant vertical screens. And apparently, even when you're making one a race car, you can't take that. That's the brain. And you just can't make it simpler, I guess. Or they didn't. Anyway... He's running up the times, you know, peaks, Pikes Peak, and the windshield goes, and gets foggy. And he can't see shit. Uh, he, and he literally was leading for, like, the first two sections. So, like, potentially blew the wind because of technology. Um, he, there's a video of him trying to wipe the windshield and, like, loosen the harness and wipe yep. the windshield with the back of his gloves and the gloves don't work on the freaking screen, and there's like three layers of screen that you have to go through in sequences to adjust the defrost to wipe the... Anyway, it's a total freaking disaster. It was stupid. It reminds me of Spaceballs when they demanded to go to ludicrous speed, which is ironic because that's what Tesla has is like a flat and a ludicrous speed. Yeah. But, um, it, you know, it just... I don't know. You know, it begs the question, like, what is the point of technology when it is no longer helpful? Not only is it not helpful, it is literally kicking you in the ass. It's getting, it, it's just hopefully, this should be like just an eye-opening awakening to people that this is stupid. This is going too damn far. Like, technology is supposed to be helpful. But technology, for, for the sake of technology, is stupid. And, and guys, we have crested. With, like, we've, we're there. We've got to start asking ourselves, like, is this actually a good idea? Or are we just doing it because we can and because we're so obsessed with screens now that, that we just can't think beyond that? And, and there's a little bit of, like, real-world um, relation to this. I mean, it costs him potentially a win. But it's also taking drivers' eyes off of the road, not at, at you know, fast-paced speeds, but, like, this is a distraction, even in a passenger car, that we need to acknowledge. And I've written about it in a lot of these new press cars. You know, Volkswagen Audi is, like, 
terrible about it. Even your type R is pretty annoying at times. Like the, the screens have gone too far. Like we need to dial it back a little bit. A screen is great, but like knobs, when you are driving a vehicle, knobs, look at an airport, like knobs are good. Yes. So I don't know. It's just, I, I kind of find the whole thing comical. I'm sure Randy doesn't. And then Blake Fuller, who's an old friend of S3. He, yep. uh, does he still own Braille Battery or? Did no, he, he, he sold it, but he started Braille Battery. He started Braille. Yeah. Um, yeah, he ran a 350Z back in the day there, you know, like. 2007, 8, whatever, um, in the Nopi Drift series. And then he's done a lot of other, you know, competitive uh, events and stuff. But Braille Battery got him on the battery kick. So obviously he was kind of one of the, you know, he embraced whatever, running Teslas and electric cars pretty early. Um, and they did an interview with him that was, you know, he was like, feel like an old man trying to program a DVD or a DVD player while I'm driving up Pikes Peak because he's like, my windshield did the same thing. And, you know, he's like, I'm trying to navigate these screens. So yeah. it's stupid, but it's amusing. I don't know. Do you have anything to add to that? I mean, it is, it is comical, but it is, it is extremely dangerous. If anybody's ever seen the Pikes Peak course, like it's very technical. There's lots of sections where you go off the side and that's the end. You're going off the side and you're going to fall for about 15 minutes before something <laughs> It's not like Georgia where there's trees everywhere. You just kind of go off and you go. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, like he had to, I'm not sure if he undid his harnesses, but he definitely loosened the crap at it to the point where like they were not going to work anymore. He loosened his harnesses and was just leaning forward to where his helmet was almost touching the windshield. He's taking the back of his glove and trying to rub it on there. Blake said he's sitting there and he's trying to, he's, he's taking these turns and he's trying to sit here in between turns on the straightaways and like press the buttons and program the screen. But of course he's got gloves on, so it's not working and it's just, it's cool. And I feel bad for those guys. Cause I know how frustrated I get during, you know, situations like that, especially when you're like in a racing mode. And I can only imagine that they were just saying every cuss <clears throat> word they possibly could and just scream. Well, through what the hell is going on the uh, frustration oh my god of what it takes to prepare for an event like this in the cars and the teams and the trailering out there and they're making sure everything is right and that that no, is just yeah no no defrosting fan they well there is one but not one that they could find in the screens blake was like i'm going through freaking sub menus and i just couldn't find it <laughs> Um, and it's again, we need to reiterate, these are seasoned racers with a bajillion hours of seat time. If it had been me, I'd have stopped. <laughs> it would have been like Talladega Nights. I'd have gotten out of the car and I can't see. Like, what am I supposed to do here? It's so stupid that we're having these kind of problems. But, hey, I guess, you know, if you're going to run electric cars and if you're going to embrace technology, you're going to have these growing pains. Yeah. But... In other news, the whole Goodwood record, I mean, that's a sign of, like, EV just absolutely kicking ass and starting a new chapter and making me feel like everything that I've ever learned about performance is just not relevant anymore. Yeah. Um, that I mean, that car, speaking of fans, that car is kind of... In, a, in, case, in case people haven't seen it, explain real quick what happened. Yeah, I don't remember the name of the car, but if you just look up Goodwood Festival EV or fan car, you can find the video pretty quick. I definitely recommend watching it with the sound on. 
Uh, it's pretty gnarly. It's this tiny little coupe. It's this this gray kind of weird looking thing. But it's a combination of an EV, so it has an electric motor that is actually generating the power. And then the electric motor also runs this gigantic fan that's on the underside of the car. So it's also called a fan car, which they've been around for a really, really long time. And historically, they kick ass in racing, but they keep getting outlawed because it's just it's it's basically what the fan does is it creates a vacuum underneath the car, just which essentially is just a shit ton of downforce. And I think I saw the numbers. That car itself weighs a thousand kilograms, but the fan creates two thousand or two thousand kilograms of downforce, even with the car standing still. So because the fan's running the whole time, it's it's sucking it down two thousand kilograms worth, even when it's not moving. So as you can see in the video, I mean, it just sucks to the road and it just can take any corner at like damn near any speed. You don't even need to touch the brakes, basically. The thing is pretty freaking ridiculous and it sounds gnarly. I watched it at first and I was so confused because I was like, it's so loud. And what is that exhaust coming out the back? But it's the fan just spitting out all the dirt and debris and crap that's coming from underneath the car. Um, it, it was it was pretty insane and it broke the record. That was held by some F1 car. Uh, actually, no, it's it, the F1 car from 1999 held it for a long time. Um, and then a couple of years ago, some EV Volkswagen broke that record. And then that is the record that just got broken. I so, think they broke it in practice, though, the, the Volkswagen. So it technically it did not break the record. I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, if you guys look at the car, like. I mean, I, I, you know, you guys, uh, like, I dismiss EV stuff often, not for not being fast, they're obviously fast, but for being, like, unexciting and kind of just, you know, neutered and, and not very visceral. This was actually really exciting. Man, you watch that thing, and I, I was telling them, I was like, is this like a hybrid with a jet engine? Like, it just looked insane. It accelerated like an electric car. And then went like a space shuttle. Like it was gone, dude. It was insane. And yes, it sounded cool. And the fact that it makes that much downforce means that it can run inverted, which is pretty much the only way you're gonna get me to watch EV racing is if it turns into F zero and these things are going upside down. Um, but hey, I don't know. I think this is gonna be a short podcast because I don't know what else to say. But it's interesting that this weekend we kind of saw just a giant cluster f um on one side of evs and just stupid techie dorky problems and then on the other side we saw the absolute next whatever century of speed kind of unfold in front of our eyes so i mean it's gonna get itself worked out it's just so stupid that you know we're having kind of these dumb problems yeah um but, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's racing, right? That's why you do it. You go out there, you learn some hard lessons, and then next year, I, you can bet your ass they're going to have some sort of a big switch for a big defrost button in their cars, um, or they'll figure it out somehow. That's what it's all about. And just like when they had internal combustion, you know, whatever. I'm sure 100 years ago, they were dealing with a lot of problems that they overcame to get it to where it is now. So it'll evolve. Having said that, it still sucks because it's not internal combustion and I hate it. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I, I just love the thought. And, and again, like <clears throat> cars are really, really old technology, but it freaking works. 
And I would have, I, I love the fact that engineers and guys are out there just like trying new and old things and mixing them together. I would have loved to sat in on that meeting when somebody was like, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. The EVs come out of the corner like a rocket, but what if we could go into and stay in the, in the corner as a rocket also? What if we take the EV and the fan car and we mix them together and everybody goes, no way, no way we can do that crap. And then somebody actually pulled it off. And that's well, it's cool that there <clears throat> somebody's looking back in motorsports history in order to look forward in it. Somebody's like, hang on, guys. Back in the 70s, Chaparral or whoever it was, was trying this and, and it got banned. Well, it's getting banned because it's in competition where there are regulations. Yeah. Well, at Goodwood, where you're just running for time, I mean, that kind of, you know, that that's where that that works. And maybe it'll lead to, you know, a series or something. God knows that EV racing has got to get exciting. I would rather watch those dudes race drones. And we have. <laughs> at SEMA one year, we were, we were bored. I don't know. It must have been like 5, not maybe 6 p.m. Because it was after the show. You know, you're tired. You're like fall onto the couch. And we start flipping through channels and we end up watching this drone racing and we're like, look at these dorks. And like, like two and a half hours later, we're glued to this thing, watching these drones race through these like glowing neon rings. That's kind of badass. So, um, yeah, you know, if EV racing is going to be a thing, they just got to get it there and stuff like that can get it there because I mean, you know how like in on camera, everything gets lost. You know what I mean? Like racing doesn't seem as spectacular as it is in person when you're watching it on camera. That video is spectacular. That's, yeah. that's mind blowing. Like it's, it's insane. And, and like Mike said, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Go just say like Goodwood record or Goodwood fan car or whatever. And you'll see, it, it looks goofy. It looks, it looks disproportionate and weird and it looks way too small and narrow to go as fast as it's going. It's yeah. weird, dude. But all right, guys. So, I, you know, that's pretty much it. We just wanted to kind of mention that because I uh, thought there was kind of like two polar opposites happening in the EV world and racing this weekend. So, um, all right, guys. Well, hopefully we talked long enough to at least occupy you on your drive for, 15 minutes or whatever this is but uh we'll see you next time take care